<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. My neck, my back lady talking, calling Beyonce a flop. What's up? This is another episode of DX Daily, your favorite podcast. The podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. All right, it's Thursday, and Kaya has decided to call out Beyonce. She said that she's making devil-worshipping music in a new video that she posted. Also, Tyga's I Caramba video has inadvertently sparked protest at Power 106 in Los Angeles, and Kanye West has launched a new website. So a couple of things to dive into, but before we do, please subscribe to the podcast, please follow us, subscribe to us on all streaming services, wherever you're listening to us at right now. Thank you. Now let's get down to it. All right, so first off, Kaya, she has decided to call out Beyonce, and uh, she's been heavily criticizing her following the release of her new album, Renaissance. Now, y'all know how I feel about this album, so I'm trying not to to go in. I'm going to report this unbiasedly without trying to go in on Kaya, but uh, she's coming for the queen right now. In the video online, she claims that Beyonce is trying to put a spell on everyone with the new album. Yeah, in the video, she basically is like, is she trying to put a spell on everybody in the world, including the children with this tired ass album? She says, we've been on lockdown for three damn years and this is all you could come up with. Because, you know, Beyonce says she created this album in the midst of the pandemic. So this is where a lot of the inspiration and um, creativity she got, it was during the whole pandemic for the past couple of years. And then she also says that Beyonce's Renaissance album, she called it a flop album. And she also included in the video calling calling Beyonce out for stealing a Kilo Ali sample, referring to the track America Has a Problem, which samples the Atlanta rap pioneer's 1990 track Cocaine, America Has a Problem. And she's accusing her more and more of stealing samples and just going on about the devil worship and music. Kaya had a little issue with Beyonce. If you want to know what hate and look like, this is a prime example of it. Like, this is hating 101. First of all, how was the album a flop? Top 10. All the albums made the top whatever, top 25 on Apple Music, all of these different charts. 100 million streams release weekend, over 100 million streams release weekend, projected to do 250 to 300,000 first week. Like, come on, where, where's the flop? And then for somebody like Kaya to be calling someone like Beyonce's album a flop is crazy to me because I know that's not you. I know that's not the my back, my neck, my back lady talking, calling Beyonce a flop. Like, come on. And then the whole devil worshiping thing, the same way Kaya feels about you had three years and this is all you came up with. You had a whole release weekend of this album and all you could come up with was, ooh, this is devil worshiping music. Come on, what what the you can't even give a valid critique, so you gotta say the de- the devil worshiping thing, because <laughs> you can't say, oh yeah, the music's bad. No, you know the music's not bad. You can't say it's whack, it's corny. You can't say, oh, it's not gonna sell anything. Like you can't give a real critique, so you're just gonna go, you're gonna run with the devil worshiping thing and the sample stealing thing. And I don't even think she would have said anything about the samples had the whole Kalish drama not happened. So I think she used the Khalees drama to then try to play off, oh, yeah, she be stealing samples. Like, 
it's just weak and whack. Like I hate when somebody gets too much love that people feel the need to hate them specifically based off that. Like I can see if there was a valid reason to hate it. Like, oh dang, the music was kind of bad or, oh, this happened, that happened. But the prime reason you hear most people hating right now on this project is simply because too many other people love it. Like that's, that's the only reason. That's the only thing that's fueling this. Everybody likes it. And you're going to get some attention if you hate on it. So you just hate it on it. There. There's your attention. Yeah, she definitely got it. And I agree with what you said because my thing is, it's just Kaya, all I can think of is like, yeah, my neck, my back, and Kay Wang with it. And you're going to talk about this Queen Beyonce with like this this album that came out. She made um, She made her return to music in a way with Renaissance album. And there's not a bad song on it. And you're calling it a flop. Like, it really is the definition of hating because it makes no sense because it's not a bad album whatsoever. So you're really just a hater. And where was the devil worshiping part of the album? Because I missed that yeah. song. Like I didn't, I didn't hear that in the, in the music <laughs> and I was listening to the lyrics pretty intently. So I, I feel like I would have known if there was like any devil worshiping and going on in there. And I don't think there is. I played the album a lot of times since it dropped pretty much nonstop, pretty much every day since it, it dropped. So I feel like I would have heard it if there was a devil worshiping going on on there. And I don't think there was. And yeah, I, just, I don't think there was either. Yeah, and I feel like certain people like are not qualified to call greats and legends like flops. Like <laughs> you, you're not even qualified to speak on legends, bro. Janet Jackson didn't even let you come to the video shoot for the song you was on with Janet Jackson. She let you on the song. She didn't let you come to the video shoot. You was on the screen. You was on the the small TV screen in a com- <laughs> shooting your scenes in a completely different location. So that just lets you know the vibes ain't right there. The vibes ain't right there. Janet Jackson would have let you come to that video shoot for so excited if you really had good vibes. So yeah, we're going to leave it there with Kaya. Stop hating. Find a new way to get attention outside of hating. I can see, exactly. like like we said, if you genuinely didn't like the music, you had critiques for the music, how it sounded, that's one thing. But this is just hating, pure hatred. All right, now, let's talk about Tyga. Because, you know, recently we talked about the controversy where he released his I Caramba video. And the Mexican, or some members of the Mexican community were upset at Tyga for stereotypes that he was portraying in the video. So Tyga apologized, took the video down, and he had a talk with actually a podcast host um, from the Mexican community. And he had it at Power 106 in Los Angeles. And after that, all hell broke loose. Yes. Yeah, so one part specifically in that music video um, that I feel like a lot of people had an issue with is in the video, it had a Chicano rapper in a lowrider with tortillas falling from the sky. So already it's off to a bad start. So so a lot of people didn't like the video. And then there was a post going around saying that the community is hashtag pulling up outside Power 106 radio station in Los Angeles. It's actually was supposed to be happening yesterday over there. Um, and they wanted to basically call them out for giving a platform to anti-black racists. Um, I guess that's including Tyga or, no. or the ch- who is it calling out? Is it calling out Tyga? Yeah, or? it was it was calling out the the people that Tyga had the conversation with on Power 106. So when okay. the Mexican community was offended by Tyga's video, Tyga had a conversation with uh, Gil Tejada. Gil Tejada is the host of the Cholo podcast, and um, he was just discussing how the video was harmful and portrayed negative stereotypes. 
Meanwhile, people who from the black community were like, okay, well, you're telling Tyga about these harmful stereotypes in his video, which he has apologized for and removed, but there's video surfacing of you calling black people the N-word with the hard ER. Not in the mm-hmm. not in the endearing way with the hard ER. So this is a clear example of the pot calling the kettle black. This is the pot calling the kettle Mexican right here. This is this is like <laughs> hypocrisy one-on-one we just covered hating one-on-one this is hypocrisy one-on-one um so i guess that's why people were like all right we're gonna go protest at power 106 because you're call, you guys are calling tyga out and you're having this conversation that's a valid conversation but you're doing it with a person who is has perpetuated the same things that y'all that you guys are saying are harmful oh okay i see what you're saying well yeah, it is kind of interesting then because, especially after this, because Tyga has had a couple songs where it's kind of like, you know, my beat go loco and then a lot of different kind of Hispanic type of influences and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's interesting for this I Carumba to kind of be like the final straw for people. Right. But yeah. Yeah. I think they had a, a valid criticism though. Like <laughs> if you got people riding in low riders, tortillas falling, like I'll be like, all right, yeah, you're, you're making a mockery. So I think it was mm-hmm. right for him to take it down. I think it was right for him to apologize. I think since he has done so much stuff with like Mexican influence in the past, I feel like he probably thought it was all right, but yeah. they told you it wasn't all right. So he took it down. Like, and that's, that's cool. And I don't think it was a problem of them calling him out on it either, but you can't be calling people the N word and then try to call somebody out. <laughs> that's the, that's the thing I didn't get. And they said there was other slurs that he was using too. Some of the, some ones that I won't say up here, but there there was video footage of him doing these things. So if you know there's video of you online calling somebody a N word, why are you the one calling out or trying to have a conversation about negative stereotypes and negative uh, portrayals and language of people and that's the same thing that you're doing to the person, to the community of the person that you're calling out. To me, that didn't make sense, but I think it was a valid critique, and I'm glad Tiger took the video down. Yeah, same here. Like he took the video down, and also Power 106 did take down that interview uh, with Tahita down as well. Um, and then, as far as what Tiger had to say about everything going on, he was like, when he dropped the video, he wasn't in LA, and he started seeing a lot of people saying he was offended by it, and he really didn't understand why they were offended. And he said he did do his research a little bit and tried to ask a lot of the people that he grew up with that are Mexican if what he did was offensive in the music video and things like that. And he said, at the end of the day, I'm not Mexican, so I can't say what Mexicans are offended by or not. But he said he had no intentions of offending anybody. So that was Tiger's side as far as the video. But I don't think the Tahita person has said anything. Yeah, the Gil Tejada. Gil Tejada. Tejada, yeah. And, um, yeah, and then Tyga, he did apologize. I want to apologize to the Mexican community and my fans that are Mexican. Um, I have a lot of Latin fans that are Puerto Rican, Dominican. I don't know what that has to do with Mexican people, but <laughs> he threw that in there as well. Um, but he was like, my Mexican fans in L.A., they are definitely um, some that were offended. So, yeah, like we said, he apologized for that. Power took the video down. I think this case closed, like nothing more needs to be done or said here. Right, exactly. All right, so lastly, let's talk about Kanye West because he is relaunching his official website, but he's doing it in kind of a cryptic way. So uh, if you go to the Kanye website now, it just says coming soon. So now everybody's gearing up, trying to figure out what exactly is coming because it's, it's a relaunch of some sort. We don't know if it's about to be music, if it's about to be more products, if he's putting out a new... <laughs> 
a new Yeezy, a new type of service, a new um, what's the thingy they played the album on? Um, the stem player. Stem player. We don't know what he's putting out. We don't know what Kanye's putting out, but it did come on the same day as the Kanye Yeezy Day, um, a national holiday for fans to get Yeezys online, which we then found out that Adidas didn't even get Kanye's permission for or didn't even loop him in on it. They just did it, allegedly, according to Kanye, to spite him. Right, so um, out came an Instagram DM with a fan where Kanye was saying that he never gave Adidas the approval to launch Yeezy Day. He said, Adidas made up the Yeezy Day idea without my approval, then went and brought back older styles without my approval, paid colors and named them without my approval, went and hired people that worked for me without my approval, stole my colorways without my approval, stole my styles and material approach without my approval, and hired a GM of Yeezy without my approval. So clearly everything was without Kanye's approval with this whole Yeezy Day launch. I feel like we need this. <laughs> I feel like we need this over what Kanye was saying in that uh, DM because he revealed a lot. And I didn't expect all of that. Like, I would have expected that he was a part of Yeezy Day. It's named after him. Yeezy. Like, how you not going to involve Yeezy on Yeezy Day? That's crazy. Real crazy. Like, they, I mean, Adidas has the nerve right now all the nerve and I know a part of me knows that this is uh in some ways a retaliation for Kanye coming at them about those slides we reported on this a while mm. back a couple of months back I believe where Adidas was releasing some slides that looked just basically like the Yeezy slides <laughs> but they called them something different it was like Adilette or something like that and Kanye spoke out about this and he spoke out um in a way that made it known like they weren't trying to compromise with him on the situation. And he was uh, texting. I mean, in the message, he was like, yeah, so-and-so call me right now. This is a, you're blatantly stealing my designs for Yeezy slides and calling it something else. Like this was a whole thing we reported on. So a part of me feels like this is a rebuttal for that. This is a revenge for that for coming from Adidas. Like, okay, you want to um, you wanna run your mouth about these slides? Well, guess what? Now we're going to do a whole Yeezy day, and we don't have to get your permission because it's property of Adidas. So, yeah, we, we could tell you as a courtesy, but we're really just going to do it anyway. Right. That's basically what they were saying, which is still kind of messed up in a way because, you know, that's Kanye. I feel like that's just Kanye's whole brain. Like, that's his idea. That was his style, and you're just going on with going on with it without – him it's kind of weird to me yeah and there was also a thing where Kanye wanted to design casual shoes for Gap because you know he has the Yeezy Gap collaboration as well mm -hmm. but being that the Yeezy shoe is with Adidas Adidas probably wasn't feeling too hot about Kanye trying to design some shoes even though they were casual uh for the Gap and you know the Adidas shoes are obviously not casual they're athletic so uh, why would Adidas feel a way about that? I don't know. Maybe they feel like that that's taking money money out of their pocket, even though it's two different, complete, completely different types of shoes. So um, there seems to be a lot of friction going on in the Kanye West Adidas relationship. Wonder how much longer he's going to be there. Shoot. The fact that he's made it this long, the fact that they made that partnership work this long is, is, is honestly uh, a feat because the Kanye nike thing went down south pretty quick like after a couple of years so the fact that they've been able to to keep it together this long is surprising um hopefully they are able to work it out but if they don't it's been a good run yeah definitely a good run and we'll see hopefully soon what this whole 
new website relaunch and what exactly is coming soon and things like that uh, sooner than later. All right. Well, we will keep you posted on it. But for now, that is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. All right, we'll be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Thank you.